or something? I had uh, yogurt, vegan yogurt. Vegan yogurt for breakfast. With berries in it. Vegan yogurt for breakfast. Killian is not a vegan anymore. No? No. No. Ah, no. man. It's because we haven't done the podcast in so long. As, as I said, we didn't do the podcast in a long time. And uh, I guess the podcast has started now. Uh, yeah. We didn't do the podcast Hi. in so long. And the podcast, the peer pressure, the sort of, you know, the perceived judgment from you, which doesn't exist. That's what keeps mm. me going. And I haven't had it. So I need it to keep me going vegan. What, what, have, you been, what have you been eating? The cheese, pe- cheese pizza today. Um, oh, cheese pizza. I had some uh, mayonnaise. I've I consumed quite a lot of mayonnaise today. Garlic oh, mayonnaise, God. regular mayonnaise. I had it with other stuff, mayo bowls. but um, but that's it, really. Just like just cheese and butter. That's not so bad. I mean, just a bit of mayonnaise and a bit of. I mean, it's a, it's a kind of a binary thing, I guess. It's either vegan or it's not. But yeah, no, it's <laughs> uh, it's it's so. I don't know. For me, it's so uh, hard to not eat eggs, um, mm. because honestly, I'm like. Can we not just eat the eggs? Like, I don't know. I've looked into a lot of stuff. And yeah. uh, well, actually, I haven't looked into that much stuff. But like the eggs is always the one where I'm kind of like, like ethically, like like a chicken laying an egg um, in like a nice environment. Like, can I eat that? please? Like if I had a chicken in my garden. But then like, obviously, mm. I'm not eating eggs that are laid by a chicken in my garden. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I can't imagine L. Hellman's is their chickens are running around in no. the field. Yeah, they aren't. And um, yeah. and the poor guys. Yeah. And also, it, I mean, mayonnaise, inexcusable, really, because, you know, Hellman's vegan mayonnaise is like delicious and the exact yeah. same, you know. I love it. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. So inexcusable, really. This podcast is brought to you by Hellman's Vegan Mayonnaise. If there ever was uh, someone to sponsor us. We're both just saying there that we're very hot. Yeah, I'm steaming hot. Uh, I'm uncomfortably hot. Sweating. I'm looking at my face here in the Google Hangout and I'm looking very shiny and red. (laughs) Look at me. I'm shiny too. Yeah, two shiny boys. Yeah. So yeah, two shiny boys, but you know, like hot weather is nice. I guess like you, you just have to take stock that it's not going to be forever in a country like this. It's, it's actually only going to be a few days and, um, and just like, and try and enjoy it. But, uh, mm. it's been uncomfortably hot for the last four days, I think in Ireland. Mm. In Berlin, it's been pretty hot for, for a long time. In the brewery, yeah. it's been getting pretty, pretty steamy out in the brewery. God. Does that yeah. affect the beer or is it hard to like? No, they're in like the tanks that the beer is in is like uh, temperature controlled anyway. So, okay, okay. It just, it's just hot. It's not nice. You got to drink a lot and of I, water. I've been just, uh, I feel like I've just spent yeah. the last four days pissing. I've just been like, <laughs> just going to the bathroom constantly just peeing. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, drinking so much water. I feel like COVID for me has just been an eternal piss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just been like yeah. it's all I do for fun is go to the bathroom. I just piss. <laughs> <laughs> no, like no. But all I do yeah. is go and meet people for coffee mm. and then walk around. And I always yeah. drink a lot of water anyway. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like multiple times a week i find myself in a situation because all the restaurants are mm, closed mm. or they don't let you use the bathroom that i just i'm bursting for a piss i feel like i've just been yeah bursting for a piss for yeah. years that was i mean that, like ireland like up until recently and still has so few dublin especially so few public toilets and mm. that just like you know that was such a funny issue in how it came up because it was obviously like the issue is people are walking around town really need to go to the bathroom and it's mm. just a funny image. I was just remember when people were like, there's not enough public toilets. But I was just like thinking, like everyone walking around Dublin, I say like 20% of them really need the toilet. And that's when you walk around <laughs> Dublin, you just look yeah. at these people walking by. You're like, like a large percentage of these people are just bursting for a piss. It's yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like one of those stats. Like, yeah. do you know one in five people you see on the street needs to piss? <laughs> 
It's so true. <laughs> it's such a struggle. Luckily for me, Berlin actually is just a giant toilet. That's, so yeah. Mm-hmm. It's totally, it's yeah. not that big of an issue. For the yeah. ladies, it's a bit tougher, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't really complain too much. Mm-hmm. Um, you can just yeah. turn to the right. Just drop, drop your trousers drop your tra- you like. Do you drop your trousers fully when you're doing a public urination? Down to my ankles, yeah. <laughs> they applaud it here. They love it. I say, oh, it's so soon. Yeah, that's the <laughs> they way say, it is. Yeah, they're much more okay with their nudity over there, you know? Yeah. Like my dad, yeah. like um, when he changes, I remember this as a kid, I was always so embarrassed, but he, like, he, would, he doesn't use towels when he changes at the beach. He just oh, takes yeah. his, he just goes down on up. He call, he says, tack bum. That's what he says. Um, <laughs> I'm like, dad, I'd be like a kid going like, dad, use a towel. And he'd be like, no, I'm so quick. I just go tack bum. And then like, he just does this gesture <laughs> of like trousers off, tra- trousers off, uh, swing dogs on, tack bum. Like, <laughs> tack bum is an excellent phrase. Yeah. So that's his. You can, they yeah. can, they, they, they can be very swift. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I do it sometimes too. Maybe I'm getting old. No, I've definitely become more open to that kind of thing since yeah. living here. Yeah. It's kind of like nearly a bit narcissistic to use a towel, I think, over yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People I are imagine. like, who are you with your towel? Yeah. What, are you, what are you expecting here? Yeah, oh God, I remember fucking here? being, um, I was maybe like 15 or something going over to, I was doing a summer camp in Germany. Mm. And uh, and like they had the showers and all they had was like, just like those big kind of, it was in a school. So they had like those gym showers. And like all the fucking German lads just like just completely nude sharing. And I was just like, oh, for fuck's sake, like I'm not like going in on my shorts. I just because I don't know, like in Ireland, yeah. we just are so uncomfortable with our bodies, especially when we're younger, you know, um, yeah. just them just being like really like not even knowing that they were naked, just so comfortable with it. And me just being like, oh, Jesus, lads. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you wear your less. shorts because yeah. you're embarrassed, but then because you have shorts on, it's more embarrassing. Yeah, completely. But then if you've already <laughs> entered with the shorts on mm. and then remove them, that's yeah. double bad. It's oh, even it's a big worse. enough deal for me to like not even be wearing a t-shirt, like going into the showers. <laughs> <laughs> you're going into the shower fully clothed, like. <laughs> Gillian, you're not going to take off your jeans. <laughs> yeah. Um, ah, yeah, yeah. But you, how have you been? It's been so long, MK Ultra Film um, uh, listeners. We're so sorry, but life is busy and, and interchanging, and we haven't had a chance. So, but mm. we're back now. Yeah, we're back. Yeah. Oh, we're back. I was just saying to uh, Killian, it's now tradition that uh, mm-hmm. each episode we say, and we're going to start doing episodes all the time. Yeah. We're going to record an episode <laughs> next week. We say that in every yeah. one, and then like just, months yeah. pass. Uh, I've been great. I was just thinking if I did anything relevant to the podcast, because this is a film podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I did. Did I tell you about that thing I went to, the camping thing with the cinema? Oh, you nice mentioned thing. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You oh, I, mentioned put it, it. I put it on the Instagram. Yeah. yeah. So I went to this thing, which was like, uh, you go camping, you're in this field, but in the field, there's also a big projector screen. And from 9 p.m. until 9 a.m., they just project movies on the screen. The field is really big, so you could kind of like camp okay, further okay. away from the screen if That's you want That's brilliant. But it was so cool. Like the mm. whole night, there's just films on and then mm-hmm. people were kind of sleeping. I kind of like oh, was awake great. for one film, slept for another film, woke up again. Mm-hmm. So fun. Such a nice thing. It was such a nice thing to do in Ireland, I think. So it was a nice... Yeah, it's like, I love outdoor cinemas, but, mm. you know, they're just so governed by the weather. And uh, it's very true. And it's just like, it's just not the country for... I wish there was a way they could just, like... uh, I don't know, have, have it set up so that when it is a sunny day, they just just have it going. Or not even sunny, but just like relatively dry. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did it in the People's Park once. It was quite good. But, um... It was like, it, well, you were sitting there getting wet, like getting rained on a lot. And it was just like shite. But I, I remember going yeah. to open air cinemas in Paris and just thinking like, this is the best experience. It's oh, such a beautiful. nice experience. Yeah, it's really nice. It's uh, the only, the only outdoor cinema I went to Dublin now that I think of it was, what's a film starring Nicolas Cage and Angelina Jolie? It's got something to do with cars. Um, oh, I think it's called, I don't it's know. called something Hour, Hour. It could be called like 60 minutes or there's an hour. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. That sounds familiar. Anyway, I went to see that. I can't even remember the film, but I just remember while you're saying that, that it was raining. I was sitting in the yeah. rain watching the movie, <laughs> uh, which is, which is nice. Carla sent in, um, 
uh, Carla, my sister, who also listens to the pod. Hello, Carla. Uh, she hey, sent Carla. in a great outdoor cinema that she was in Sweden, which is really Swedish. I think we shared it on the show once, uh, which was a film being projected on blocks of ice. And they projected oh, the yeah. film onto the blocks of ice, which yeah. uh, she took a photo of. And it looked like not the best way to, like, it sounds like yeah. a cool idea. But then you look at it and it's like, uh, like glass doesn't really, isn't really like a canvas for film. Like it doesn't really, <laughs> like it, no. it was like really like jiggity and like distorted. But uh, it yeah. looked really cool. I mean, they could make maybe a wall of ice and then just put a canvas yeah. over the ice. <laughs> <laughs> Would ruin the um, magic. How have you have you done anything interesting or well I mean I guess the last time we recorded this show uh the cinemas weren't open so yeah the, the cinemas opened back up and um and I've gone I think three times um in the last month uh I probably wish I could have gone more um mm. and it's been really really nice having that I mean it's funny oh, because it's, it's like you know it's the summer and and it's really sunny but there's nothing I like to do more on a nice sunny day than go to the cinema mm. <laughs> sit in a dark room and uh, be cool um mm. like I like that a lot I, I remember living in New York and uh going to the cinemas because they were so cold you know yeah um, it's so nice apparently that- they say that Ireland has a huge people go to the cinema a lot in Ireland but apparently that tradition comes back from when uh the cinemas used to be the, the one of the few places you could get. These would be really cheap, but they also be one of the few places you could get a nice warm room. But uh, it would be the opposite now today. It would be a nice cool room. <laughs> Wait, what? That's really so people yeah. are like in Dublin. Yeah, people used to just go to the cinema because it was warm. It was like fucking freezing cold, and you can go into the cinema, and it was like nice and toasty, and it was quite cheap. God, that's scream. Yeah, that's scream. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I just want to heat up in the cinema. Jesus. <laughs> um, anyway, will we move on to the films? Yeah, let's do the films. Uh, They're good films this week, guys. Oh, it's a good selection. Yeah, will we, we've been we'll revealing list off some the names. Rubbish. No, we we'll keep it. Ah! It's quite professional no. to say the films you're going to do, but yeah. again, this is very amateur podcast. So I guess. Can I say something to you now? Because yeah. you know the way we always struggle to set up. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah. Is your job like, are you not like a produced, like, why don't you know how to do this? <laughs> like, do you, is this not your work? Yeah. No, that's true. And it's, it does, it is uh, fair criticism. But I think that the reason <laughs> MK Ultra Film has been so successful is because of where we place it, you know. Um, mm. It doesn't, it doesn't have a regular day that it goes out. It doesn't have a, but that means that we can stop the podcast for like, I mean, months at a time, but it still exists. And even if mm. we stopped making episodes for years in my mind, it would still exist because it has no yeah. like, strict structure. So I can't ever imagine stopping, to be honest. Yeah, um, no. So I think like the, like the seriousness with which we take it is it's the, it's the secret to its success. Um mm. But I so mean, like, we like could, no, we, we, you know, we, we chastise ourselves for the effort we make or the lack thereof, but mm. <laughs> I think that's we the have secret to, stop to doing the show. We get too much. The, uh, it's like being uh, someone I jammed with my, uh, one of my friends recently, two of my friends, and we did a couple of jam sessions. I was playing drums and yeah. a friend was singing and someone else was playing guitar. And then we were, um, you know, we just did it a couple of times. We kind of talk, talked about mm-hmm. jamming a lot. Mm-hmm. And then I met my friend's girlfriend mm-hmm. afterwards and she was like, Oh, you play drums in the band, don't you? And I was like, oh, <laughs> in the band? And I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm in the band. Yeah, I'm in the band. That's nice. <laughs> I'm so in the band. Why not? Like, put I'm a in name a band. on it. I've got a podcast. I'm in a band. <laughs> it's fucking cool. I have a podcast and I'm in a band. That feels great. Feels you're, great in a, you're, in a, you're in a real band. Yeah, I'm in a real band. And it's, you know. Again, we don't practice very often, but we exist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, we should, anyway, we should do the show and talk about movies because that's that's what, hey, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, and non-binary folk. That's why we're here. Yeah, amen. So, starting with a good one, I went to see a quiet place too in the cinema, and this is what I thought. Hey, I just watched a quiet place too as. Listeners of the pod will know, and you yourself will know, I just recently watched A Quiet Place 1, so, uh, and I loved it, so really was looking forward to seeing this film, and excited to see it in the cinema, because 
one of my things about watching A Quiet Place 1 was that I thought it would have been a great one to watch in the cinema. Very atmospheric. Uh, the thing I'd heard a lot about this film was that if you get there, get there early and eat your popcorn and your nachos before the film starts because as everyone knows, A Quiet Place is a very quiet, tense film and no one wants to hear you crunching on your popcorn or your nachos. Um, I have a friend who went in with a full nacho thing with guacamole and sour cream and sauce and everything and he said he was too timid to even eat it so it just sat in his lap for the whole film <laughs> anyway about the film um it basically the first 10 minutes of it act as a prequel uh to the first film so you get to explain why the monsters are there and how they arrived and you get that sort of for the first 10 minutes so there's people talking in the first 10 minutes so it's actually a good opportunity for you to scoff the rest of your food before it cuts back to uh right after where the last film um finished off and that is silent times okay um at the end of the last film uh, i don't think i can give spoilers but basically the the father of the of the um family uh, dies and they're sort of left to fend themselves and there's a newborn baby that's where we're left off in a quiet place too and um they also have kind of figured out a, a frequency that they're able to um blast out that uh, hurts the creatures and is able to kind of disable them a little bit so uh basically they have a newborn baby they need to get to another person to kind of help them out because they they're in a bit of a difficult situation and that's where they meet Killian Murphy and he is kind of like a, a, a sort of a bit more of a rough character but he they basically ask him for help and uh, then there's kind of like more monsters and uh, lots of tense situations the family gets split up lots of drama lots of um, you know sequences where you're like trying to shout at the screen or you're you're telling the characters not to go into the room that they're supposed to be that they, they're going into all this kind of stuff that you had in quiet place one but uh it's even heightened and uh there's like this multiple storyline situation that happens in a quiet place two i just thought it was brilliant and i thought you know if they could do what they did in the first one again they nailed it and they did that and more and they brought it to sort of different elements into it and i thought it was really really interesting because with a quiet place one the only thing that was missing from it really was what how did they get into this situation and also what where are all the other humans because we know there are other humans existing and so in quiet place two you get to interact with those other humans you see what it's like and you also get to see where the aliens came from or i don't know if they're aliens but whatever the hell they are but anyway i thought it was a real romping riot of a film definitely one to watch and catch in the cinema it was brilliant but as i said eat your popcorn and your nachos as quickly as possible if you're a bit late into the cinema you will be able to gobble them for the first 10 minutes of the film but then it's all silent times so i'm gonna hear your crunching i don't want to hear anyone crunching no crunching that's what i got from it yeah what did um, you think i saw it as well i just didn't review it because i figured yeah. i don't know why i just didn't but uh i agree i agree i did have some issues with it mm-hmm I, I think you seem to be fully on board, well, fully I mean invested. The, no, I think since I've thought about the film a lot and there are some kind of like, I guess, essentially plot hole issues I have with it. Mm. Uh, but overall, in terms of the viewing experience, I thought it, I thought it was great. I really thought it was great. I thought it was really good. Yeah. What, like So for me, one thing that annoyed me was there were a couple of times where people did stuff that were clearly not a poor decision to do and i feel like that's really annoying in horror films for people yeah there's a bit where basically you know where the, the kid mm. starts wandering around yeah and and i was like why the fuck would he do this yeah this is like so stupid and like yeah it doesn't make any sense yeah, yeah and then yeah. that obviously re- results in a tense situation but i feel like when stuff like that happens you shouldn't be make like it's bad when questions like that start coming into your head be like why would he do that i don't understand what's yeah. going on here yeah that's bad it kind of takes you out of it a bit yeah but the other thing that kind of got to me was I didn't really know why the things killed people. They don't eat That's, them yeah, or they yeah, don't yeah, do yeah. anything. Yeah. I was like, what, why do they, what's the story? They just yeah. kill you and then they go off. Yeah, I guess like, yeah, for me, and I did ask that question as well. Uh, I think to be fair about like the kid wandering off, like, uh, like characters in sort of horrors or whatever doing stupid things is almost like a horror trope like doing the mm. things that they're not supposed to do putting themselves in tense situations but i would say it is bad writing um to just have a kid like 
you're not giving them a reason to be wandering around. I know kids wander, but in a situation where you're looking after your newborn baby brother, I don't think you'd be doing that. Um, yeah. They could have easily written in a reason yeah, as yeah, well. Like, exactly, it wouldn't yeah, have been hard. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, my issues were also kind of like plotty kind of things. Like, like the world. Like, why do they do what they do? Like, why do these monsters want to kill, kill them? Like, this, it just seems mad. Like, they're not feeding off them. They're not, like... I don't know. It could be just like some weird like uh, dominance thing or I don't know. But uh, but also like uh, there we learn about uh, the fallibility of the monsters in this film. I'm trying to say without revealing the plot. We learn like things that they have weaknesses and some mm. of the weaknesses are frankly like just really gobsmacking. They're kind of like that is just too big a thing for that. Like that's a big weakness you know yeah um, yeah yeah and you're like there's no way that they wouldn't have i don't know it just seems like a big plot hole uh mm. which is essentially i think i could probably say is that like they can't swim mm. uh which just seems like come on you know just get on the boat like and you're, you're sort of <laughs> just get on the boat <laughs> um also i kept thinking like like they're they're attracted to sound yeah but like so much like, why don't they attack birds and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe they do attack birds. Yeah, yeah. No, no. It's it's there's, there's like just things, a lot of yeah. Well, I guess sound like stuff. if you if you uh, put those kind of like things at bay, and they aren't really you're not thinking it too much when you're experiencing the film. You're mm. really just experiencing the you know the drama of it or whatever. Um, it is just like still very very enjoyable uh, to, mm. to to watch. I would say. Um, and oh, it's yeah, still, it was great. It's still a great movie for me, um, and I, I really recommend watching it in the cinema. Couldn't recommend it more, to be honest. Yeah, I would, in fact, say only watch it in the cinema. Yeah, I don't know if I would have enjoyed it as much at home. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah, that's mm. that's a good point. Yeah, it's 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 another one of those things as well where I feel like you get this a lot in like zombie films and stuff where mm-hmm. depending on the stage of the movie, they could encounter the same foe at different stages yeah and sometimes it's not that big a deal and they just kill it and they get on with it yeah and other times it's like oh my god we're doomed you know what i mean yeah. but it's like the same <laughs> it's the same monster in both yeah. times it's yeah. just like yeah, yeah whether yeah. it's near the end of the movie you're like oh it's more serious mm-hmm. this time you mm-hmm. know what i mean it's like there was a bit of that yeah where sometimes it seemed like seeing the monsters they were kind of like all right let's just do away with them and mm-hmm. other times they were like oh my god <laughs> there's something about seeing the monster uh like I feel like the amount of times you see the monster sometimes makes it less scary. Like that's why I mm. think it's so common. Like in Jaws or something, the, when you when you hide the monster and then when you see it, it's like very terrifying, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and there definitely is like a kind of uh, you know the payoff diminishes slightly when you see the monster a good few times. By the end of the film, you're maybe less scared of it. Uh, yeah, because you've agreed. seen it so many times, you're kind of like, oh, right, it's just kind of like a freaky, like, dog thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? it's all, it's just like a freaky dog thing. <laughs> yeah, it's not so bad. But it's anyway, a giant I, I feel ear. like we're talking a bit negatively about a film that I thought was really, really good. So Yeah, um, no, that's true. Just a few like, points. It's, just a few points. Yeah, I guess, yeah, the whole film was good. It was mm-hmm. just fun. And it was impressively, like, kind of the same premise as mm-hmm. The Quiet Place 1, but still good yeah. and different. yeah. Yeah. Which I liked. And I think the multiple storyline thing was probably what, like everyone, there was a few different people in different dis- situations, which just kept the tempo right up to the top, which I think mm. is that, that film's uh, best feature is the, how high the tempo is for most of it. Um, Did you think it was funny that Killian Murphy was in it and it's like lots of scen- scenes of him walking around in like a post-apocalyptic world? like 28 days yeah, later yeah it's funny isn't it yeah he, yeah, he just like kind of has is. a post-apocalyptic face <laughs> yeah it's just that's his buzz um did i ever tell you about the the a friend of one of my friends here lived next door to um killian murphy oh really and she his wi-fi um network she could see it if she tried to connect to her own wi-fi in her house yeah and his wi-fi network was called killian's wi-fi <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. He, yeah. What was it? Finn was working in Tesco um, uh, just this year, at the start of this year. And he mm. uh, served, Killy Murphy went into the Tesco. But Finn didn't know it was 
Killian Murphy and I happened to be there at that time with my friend Espy and uh and Espy was like that was Killian Murphy and Finn was like oh really and uh Espy was like yeah it was fucking Killian Murphy like and Finn didn't notice at all um his only thing to say about him was that he's quite small oh so just letting you know that well, yeah. that changes a lot of things. I think he's. I think he must live around Dunleary now. I think he must live around there. Yeah, it wasn't Dunleary where Killian's Wi-Fi was anyway. Okay, well, there you go. So uh, that's, I guess we can end Killian Watch. That's a new segment we have for the podcast. For now, Killian for this Watch. week. Okay. Um, if anyone does see Killian Murphy going around, yeah. there's only room for one Killian in this town. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm looking at him. <laughs> Thank you, um, thank you. So, also, if you have Killian Murphy's Wi-Fi password, because we have access to his Wi-Fi, we just need his yeah. password. So if yeah, you have we're, that, we're thinking of doing in. a bit of uh, <laughs> a bit of sabotage. <laughs> <laughs> we just need the p word. Um, anyway, on the on that note, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to think of something. Quiet place. I'll tell you, it's not quiet in. You did the same one for the last New York City when <laughs> fucking Godzilla comes to town. But <laughs> you did the same link last time. It uh, was and it worked and it worked and that's why we're if doing it, ain't it this broke, time don't again. Fix it. That's the same. That's um, the same idea of quiet place too, as well. So there we go. Exactly. I went to see uh, a film called Godzilla versus Kong. Mm-hmm. Um. I'll just play it because I'll probably say something about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so here it is. So I just watched Godzilla versus Kong, um, which I went to see in a big, big fancy cinema with a big popcorn and a big, 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 big Coke. And uh, yeah, I was quite excited about seeing it. Um, quite like Godzilla. I don't really have much of an attachment to Kong, but um yeah, it was it was exactly what uh what I expected it to be. Um I found it very, very, <laughs> very fun to watch. It was an extremely stupid movie and this the plot made no sense and so much stuff happened where I was like, What? Like okay, like and and there was kind of you know, I, I was saying afterwards, you know when for some reason like films that are stupid and like objectively bad movies but are kind of like just a bit of fun. For somehow, for some reason, make really convoluted plots, like needlessly. Like, no one needs it. It's called Godzilla vs. Kong. That's it. All we need is is just them fighting in a city and kind of wrecking the place. We don't need all this... Like, there's all this crazy stuff where they had to travel to the center of the Earth. And the center of the Earth was Kong's, like, home. It's where Kong came from. And it's also the source of this weird, like, super nuclear energy and they travel to the center of the earth to bring Kong home and then they use the energy from that to f- I don't really know and then this bad uh, like bioweapons I don't know bioweapons or like military companies trying to build a big robot Godzilla and then real Godzilla finds out about that somehow I don't know how he knows I don't know how he knows about that but he he's not happy about it anyway he's trying to wreck their factory and then and then there's this whole other side story where these like nerd conspiracy theorists, one of whom is Millie Bobby Brown, who uh, gave one of the worst performances I've ever seen in any film. I know she's, I know she's just a kid, but she's like, I think in Stranger Things, you don't notice because she can't speak in it. It's kind of like Arnold Schwarzenegger in Terminator. It's like he's a robot, so you're like, oh, grand. But uh, God, she is not a good actor at all. Um but yeah, they're like sneaking into the building and there's like two side stories and one of them is these like cheeky hacker kids sneaking into this building and it's like not interesting. And then the other one is like Godzilla and Kong fighting. So like obviously you want to see the Godzilla and Kong fighting one. So anytime the kids come on, you're kind of like, ah, I don't want to see these kids. But uh, anyway, yeah, long story short, um, good movie would recommend going to see in the cinema it was at times it was like unbearably loud and extremely bright i don't know if that's just because i haven't been in the cinema in a long time it was very intense um but good i'd say if i was watching on the tv i probably would have turned it off fairly quick but in the cinema fucking good yeah 
that was a that was a good movie just i was just laughing there to myself like there were times we went to see it because normally berlin has a load of cinemas and mm. they're all pretty small and uh you know some of them will have like 20 or 30 seats we went to one remember yeah. we went yeah, to yeah, the yeah. one and, and um a lot of the cinemas are like that around here mm-hmm. but they still have those big multiplex cinema things yeah. what does multiplex mean what does that mean uh multi i think multiple screens maybe okay well they have these big multiplex <laughs> cinemas and <laughs> i went to one of them and first of all like my popcorn was gigantic and so was my drink and the the cinema you the screen a actually was not, but i think it was like yeah, american was, size yeah it was huge but the it was so loud like i couldn't believe how loud and at times like i nearly had to like squint my eyes because the screen was so bright I, was like, I felt like a granddad watching it yeah oh yeah. my god this film but uh it's giving me a headache yeah I feel it was, the film was, yeah the film was so stupid and like there were lots of moments where we were like laughing out loud at us just because it was like nice yeah at the very start uh like at the very beginning of the movie um gods or kong is like in this giant kind of captivity sanctuary thing it actually looks mm-hmm. pretty nice to be fair but he doesn't <laughs> want to be in there anymore <laughs> and uh, he's kind of throwing a bit of a tantrum and he wants to get out mm-hmm. um and then it cuts to these two scientists talking and one of them is like we're gonna have to take kong to a different location and then the lady just goes we can't as soon as we take him out here godzilla will kill him and i'm like what like what is that all the context we get of that? Like, what? You, like, she's just like Godzilla hates him. You're yeah. Like, okay. Maybe I missed something. I don't know if there was like a, a previous film. What's the story have... with with um, uh, like Godzilla? Like, is he he's a bad military experiment? Is he or is he just a, a monster? I don't. I actually think he's more meant to be a product of wars. I think like a load of nuclear crap got dumped in the sea oh, and okay. Godzilla was yeah, born that's it. from he's that. something I know he's something gone wrong. Yeah. Um mm. man created, I mean. Uh But he has there's a nice in the Japanese films Godzilla has a nice um his role in the world. He's kind of like this historic uh keeper of of or he's like he's he's the balance of power in the earth. So if anyone gets too powerful Oh. He'll come up out of the sea and fucking wreck stuff. Wow. So that's why he like eats nuclear bombs and shit because he's like, "Oh, you're getting a bit too powerful. I'm gonna have to level you out now." Oh, Which is kind of a interesting, interesting concept. Yeah, that's a cool concept. But then they just took that interesting concept and made it so like anytime a giant monster comes, yeah, Godzilla has to balance out the power and come and kill it. <laughs> uh, so they kind of abused what was like an interesting kind of premise. Yeah, yeah, about humanity. Yeah, but that movie was, uh, I didn't learn anything about humanity from it. Apart from like, we've, I don't know, we've come too far. (laughs) uh, It sounds to me, like, I think expectation is such a big thing with movies. I think especially when you're watching something in the cinema, because you're going to a show or whatever, and, and the level of expectation is like, you know, sometimes you go in and you're expecting a film to be the best film of all time. And it's like just good, and you come mm, out so mm. disappointed. Uh, or if you go in and you think a film's not going to be great, uh, and then it's like it can sometimes like really wow you, you know. And like mm. knowing what you're going to watch, and it feels like you're going to see Godzilla versus Kong. You kind of have a level of expectation for it, for what it's going to be. And I feel yeah. like from what you're saying, it kind of delivered on the expectation. Absolutely no, which and, is like but yeah, I would say. In saying that, I think there's like over the top, stupid, high budget action films like that that are crap and mm. not fun to watch. Yeah. And there's ones that are crap and are fun to watch. Yeah. And this was definitely the latter of the yeah. two. It was like <laughs> funny and just like crazy, yeah. but like objectively very bad. Yeah. But like other ones, like I can't even think of an example, but like, you know what I'm talking about. There's loads of those big high things that are just like the, That thing about making an extremely convoluted plot. I remember watching Night and Day, that Tom Cruise and I think it's Cameron Diaz film. It's just an action yeah. film. But like the plot, like I just didn't have a clue what was going on. I was yeah, watching yeah. it just going like, what the fuck is going on? It's like these yeah. mad plots that you're just like, that's not why we're watching this. Like you really didn't have yeah. to go like 
200% with the plot because Why like, have you done I, this? I just need to know who the bad guys are and the good guys are. And then like, that's, that's it, it really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's mad. Like even sometimes when they have two side stories, I'm like, why is there even, you could have just done one story. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I kind of got the feeling you might not, like I got the feeling maybe with a film like that, which obviously had a budget that was just millions and millions. Yeah. That they had like 17 people writing it at the same time or something. Yeah. Like, would yeah, that be yeah. the case? Yeah. Just probably. have a lot of people in the boardroom yeah. being like, and then, yeah. And then they go to the center of the earth. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> not be very hot there. No, the, it's it's the hollow earth theory. The center of the earth is actually hollow and it's a paradise down there. Oh my God. There yeah, you go. Yeah. 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 It's, it's uh, flat earthers. You have a, you have a new nemesis, hollow earthers. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, 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 I kind of like the idea that the earth is hollow and there's a nice little world in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. I would, again, just for like any listener, health and safety and stuff, but do not go to the center of earth. It is full of magma and very dangerous. Yeah, it's hot in there. Uh, Don't, so, I wouldn't recommend yeah. it at all. Unless, of course, you're a hollow earther and you want to prove it. Um, that's or obviously you within to, your rights. What was that film, The Core? I've actually never seen it, but apparently they had to go to the center of the earth to... They had to fix something. I don't know. Yeah. Like something was wrong. They had to go down and sort it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that one either, but I might give it a watch. It sounds like a funny one. Similar it's to that, this. Like a, It's funny yeah. that there's stuff, so much stuff we just can't do, you know, still. You kind of think you can do everything. Yeah. No, you can't definitely can't go to the center of the earth. No fucking way. That's a shame. That's something someone's going to try to do one day. I bet you. I bet it'll be a billionaire. And he'll yeah, just, Jeff Bezos will be Jeff like, Richard Bezos. Branson, you went to space. I'm going fucking yeah. downstairs. <laughs> well, well, that's Bill Gates because he hasn't been going to the center of the earth. He has, sorry, he hasn't been going to space like the other guys. So I bet he's going to be like, ah, they're going to space. I'm going to go to the center of the earth. That's my <laughs> thing. They've got been quietly... like, Bezos and Musk have space. I'm going to the center of the earth. You know, that's what <laughs> I've got. Yeah. He's like been quietly burrowing for years and years and years. I feel like that's something James Cameron would do as well. Maybe James Cameron. I mean, he's not a billionaire, but I feel like that's something he might do. Um, yeah. He just Before likes film, doing that they? shit. Um, anyway, uh, moving from uh, Godzilla, who is somebody... To a film called Nobody, which is a film uh, I went to see recently in the cinema. Uh, you don't. What did you think about that link? Very bad. Very Godzilla vague. A, it was very vague. He's not a. I wouldn't say Godzilla is somebody. I feel like that would. He's not a person. They did anthropomorphize him to an extent that I was not happy with in that movie. Oh, but anyway, really? we're past that now. Yeah. They did that to both Kong as well. Kong, Kong. has always been oh, anthropomorphized, though. That's no. always been an element of, of like, you know, like he's in love with your one. And like, Twist Beauty killed the beast. But that was that, just that a feeling. Like Jack, uh, Jack Black delivers at the end of the Peter Jackson one. He says, Twas Beauty killed the beast. I think it's the last line of Kong, King Kong. That's quite a nice thing. Yeah. Um, one, sorry, just just to go back quickly. One detail I want to I want to go back to. Mm. Kong can speak to this child through sign language. He uses sign language and talks to children. Okay. Um. Anyway, moving I don't on. Like that, but yeah. No, it sucks. <laughs> it's the shittest thing. Um. Anyway, nobody. Nobody, Starry? nobody, nobody, nobody. Do you know that song? Is it a daft poem? Nobody, 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 no. It's a Mitski song. It's really good. It's like. Oh, I do know yeah, that song. It's really just, good. Yeah. Yeah, I do nobody, know that song. I really like that album. Nobody, nobody, no. It's hard to sing. It's really hard to sing. Well, you're doing a fine job. Ah, uh, thanks. But, you know. It's not a singing podcast, I guess. Um, mm. Okay, so I listened to, I watched Nobody. <laughs> I listened to uh, the here song we go. Nobody. This is what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Just watched the film Nobody, um, which is a action thriller starring the guy from Better Call Saul. Um, basically, it's this ordinary family guy who's, uh, uh, whose family gets um, sort of burgled uh, violently and he doesn't do anything to protect his family sort of like the start of force majeure the guy doesn't do anything to stop his family from getting hurt and um, basically he's a big wimp and 
you're feeling sorry for him and he looks like he's about to crack and then um and basically he does crack but he cracks and then it's also revealed that he is um not all that meets the eye he's actually quite capable of causing violence <laughs> um, so uh, the rest of the film sort of plays out with him uh, on a sort of revenge mission and um, there's lots of shooting lots of violence and all that kind of stuff it was actually uh, I thought it was quite good I, it kind of took a turn in the sort of first 45 minutes of the film and became really cartoony and really um, yeah, really like quite silly. It was quite a silly film, but it was fun and it was kind of funny. It was incredibly violent. Like the, the I don't know, the, the violence in this is pretty intense. So um, just be warned if you're going into it, it's quite a, a gruesome film. But overall fun, maybe uh, the sort of narrative didn't really make sense. I mean, he was kind of a, I don't know. He was like a, a someone who was, getting a bit of a wimp and then somehow he becomes like an insanely good killer and then uh, I don't know if his A to B kind of character arc made total sense but I think you just have to let the film be what it is which is sort of silly action revenge flick he probably goes a bit beyond revenge in the end but uh, overall yeah I, give, I thought it was a good movie hmm. ah no it wasn't a good movie um, no, no. I, I, got- I recorded that like right after like I was recording that in the lobby, in the in the cinema lobby. I could hear, yeah. And uh, so sorry, but that was you know the atmosphere. I wanted to put some atmosphere. No, there. I liked it. So yeah, I wasn't complaining. It was good. Yeah, yeah. No, that. Uh, so so I had that, and and then uh, me and Anna were walking home, and you know the way you talk about the movie when you're walking home, mm. and like by the time I'd gotten home, I was like, yeah, was, that movie was kind of shit. Uh, <laughs> really, but do you think that like? Yeah, I often wonder, like, which is the true opinion, you know what I mean? Well, it's not, no, no, it's not even like, like, even during the film, I was thinking that. I just hadn't, like, given, let myself digest what I thought about the film, really. Mm. I remember the the first couple of action sequences were quite, quite good. They were actually really good. And it had, like, kind of a really good promise. And it's set up in a really interesting way. But the direction Mm. that it took, like I said, it sort of took a turn halfway through it just completely ended up in the wrong direction for me. And I just felt really like this is just stupid. And I don't know if it's, mm. it's got, um, I don't think it's a plot spoiler, but it, like you have to have an element of, Oh, our hero is not going to make it. Even though, you know, we all watch movies and the hero always is okay. You know, or, or there's some sort of, you know, the hero is always fine. That's the way it works mm. in, in, in Hollywood movies it's like so fucking rare that they don't um but like you kind of have to have an element where oh no I'm worried he's he's gonna die or oh you know he might get a bit beat up or something like that like to have someone who is just completely infallible and Mm. perfect at like killing it's just stupid you know like yeah need, it's not that enjoyable you, you, you need, need a bit you need of to a... have like so when when that starts happening like the first fight is a little bit like that you're kind of like oh this is really kind of you know rough and kind of good but it just it completely just becomes like a, a, you know uh one guy beating the shit out of loads of people like to a, just a ridiculous extent and you're just like i don't want him to just keep winning like i don't want him to just constantly win and that's why i say his character arc doesn't end up in a in the right place because he just wins he just wins and wins like obviously like that you know this it's not the best but like it's just it just doesn't i don't know it it didn't work for me at all um did did, uh is it supposed to be funny is it like a comedy film yeah yeah it is i'd say it's like uh yeah i'd say it's like a a sort of like an action but with maybe like comedy elements like it's kind of cartoony and a bit funny but uh i imagine he's, thematically yeah, he's, an a- like he's a sick- actually kind of is a he's a bit of a bastard so you're kind of just like mm. by the end of it you're like ah fuck this guy you know i actually have only seen the poster of it which just has that guy's face yeah and i assumed that it was some kind of better call Saul film mm. because mm. i'm so associate his face with uh old Saul. what's his name in in the show that he's Saul. Saul? Is his name not Saul? Saul something. Goodman or something. Did you watch Breaking Bad? I watched like, I hated it. I hated it. Ah, man. Yeah. 
I hate it. We spoke, it. We've spoken about this before. Yeah. I'm sure. But no, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. But I, uh, right, we'll this. Anna fucking because I think Anna really liked Breaking Bad. Uh, she just like brought up the other day. She was like, Breaking Bad was voted the best TV show of all time. So you must be wrong or something like that. <laughs> I was just like, what do you want me to do? Like, I can't. I can't just so like a like TV it, show right? and it, it, like me not liking it. Like that's the whole like. That's like we all have just opinions like and stuff, and like I can't make my. I watched three seasons. To be very fair to me, I watched three seasons of a show that I at no point liked. Three seasons. Three seasons of it because people kept saying, "Oh, by this this season it gets better. This season it gets better." I'd Everyone actually say it raving go, gets about worse. It. I'd um, say it starts good and gets worse over time. And it was just like I was just like fucking hell. Like when is this getting good? Everyone's like, "Oh no, the second season is when it really kicks off," and then oh, the third season is when it gets very good. Just I just hated it. It was really just not good for me. So if you if you see Brian Cranston now on 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 telly, would you just say, "Ah, fuck him"? No, I think he's a good actor. Like uh, I like uh, I watched Judge Judge uh, Your Honor recently, uh, mm. the TV show set in um, New Orleans, and he's a judge. I thought he was great in it. I thought the show was garbage, but uh, or not garbage, mm. but just like went nowhere. I know we don't talk about TV on this, but like I like him. I like Brian Cranston. He's a great actor, and like obviously Cranston. he's yeah, yeah, him too. And um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he was in the Godzilla film. Did you um, know that? He was in the Godzilla film. He was in a Godzilla film two two films ago. How? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I've never watched Godzilla. I've never watched any Godzilla. I want to well, watch the original Japanese one, which they're all mad about. But uh, uh, I think it's a bit too old at this stage. Yeah, you know, some films are just too old. Yeah, yeah, that that can like happen. Pre nineteen fifty, you're like, ah, <laughs> oh no, I wouldn't pushing agree. it now, pushing it now. Hitchcock films. Pre, like, did he did he have films in the forties? Yeah, I think he did. I think Hitchcock might have had like some silent films. Even I'm not watching any silent films, man. Um. Well, hmm. uh, you watch, what, Would you be putting on a bit of fucking what Charlie George Chaplin? Melies, George Melies. Oh, George Melies. What's Trip to the Moon? They're kind of fun. Charlie Chaplin, silent film. It's fucking Charlie Chaplin. You don't watch Charlie Chaplin. I watch Charlie Chaplin, Modern Times. One of my favorite films. <laughs> Charlie Chaplin, Modern Times. Great film. I just. I'm gonna I'm do a silent film. It. I'm gonna do a silent film next week. Okay. Yeah. That's that's next week when we record this. Next week it'll be a silent film. Oh. Perfect. I look forward to that. And I give the artist. Uh, that's new, though. The only, the only, the only silent film I like is A Quiet Place. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Thanks for that. I set you up for that one. So <laughs> yeah, cheers, man. Um, but yeah, that that film. It sounds like it was kind of one that you could just let breeze by you. Yeah. 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 You say it's not. Yeah. That's a shame. It's been heavily promoted. Nobody. Mm, well, I've seen the posters around Berlin a lot. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, it wasn't that big, bigly promoted, to use a Trumpian term. It wasn't that mm. bigly promoted here. Uh, but, I mean, I don't even, th- I didn't, it didn't feel like it was like even doing that well, but I, uh, maybe I'm wrong. But, um, yeah, it wasn't great. It wasn't great. It was mm. kind of stupid. Yeah. Oh, well. I, uh, yeah. Will we go to the next one? That's what I, yeah, that's what I was, I thought you were doing a link. I was actually, I was trying, I was trying to think of a one. link, but I couldn't. Um, so the, uh, well, nah, one, it, the film, the film yeah. is called First Cow. I yeah. saw it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and here's what I thought of it. Okay. Just watched First Cow. It was my first film in a cinema. I suppose it doesn't really count because it's an outdoor cinema, but. Ah, it does count. I got popcorn, so it counts. Um, yeah, A24 movie. It's about... Um, it's kind of like set in frontier times in America. It's, and like, it's about this guy. He's traveling to some place in Oregon, I think, for some gold stuff. I don't really know. There's like loads of lads going to Oregon. He's with these fur trappers. He's traveling across America with them to get to this town or like a little fort thing. And then he gets there and he's kind of trying to figure out what to do. And he makes friends with this lad. And um, basically they like, 
kind of hard to say what they do without revealing the plot. But basically, they get a little bit of a business going, and then maybe, yeah, they get a little bit of a business going, but then stuff kind of goes a bit wrong for them. Potentially, possibly justifiably so, but yeah, hard. To, it's hard to hard to say. But um, it was ve- it was very boring. It, unfortunately. I was looking forward to it. I saw the trailer, and definitely based on the trailer, it's not a film I would have gone to see. But I happened to get tickets. Someone was offering tickets, and I took them. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't have gone to see it otherwise, but I did. And often when that happens, I find like I'm surprised, um, and I'm like, oh, you know, this film's actually good. But in this case, it wasn't. It was boring, boring, boring long there was a period in it where um toby jones was in it for a while and he's very good and during the bits with him in it i i was definitely like oh it's getting more interesting now and his character was good in that bit but that was like maybe a quarter of the whole film and yeah the remainder of it was just sadly really boring and i think i feel like it was like made with good intention and there's potential in there for the story to be good and that's obviously an interesting kind of period of time. Is it actually? I don't know. I feel like maybe Frontier Times and Bear Trappist and stuff is just a period of American history that I'm just like, whatever. It's not a it's not a kind of a scene that I like looking at that much. Just lads wearing fucking scannel skins on them and being all rugged and stuff. It's not so. Anyway, it was boring, It's which is a shame. Um, as you can probably hear now, I'm very tired because being, I feel like it was, is it the summer solstice today? I don't know. But anyway, the problem with having a outdoor cinema around solstice time is the movie didn't start till 10 because it's bloody bright until like 10 p.m. So now it's feckin' 20 past 12, which is so past my bedtime. So I'm very tired as well, which didn't help with the film being so boring. Anyway, night night. Night night. Night night, Mark. Mark night, went night. to bed. <laughs> I uh, like how you managed to, like, it sort of seemed to have lulled you into a state of total boredom where you yeah. you couldn't even interest yourself into speaking. You were just like, oh. I was, was very brilliant. tired. Yeah. Yeah. You thank could you. Hear, you could hear that. That was um, the performance. I was very tired. I actually was tempted to leave the film. Um, mm-hmm. a few times not because it was so bad you know i feel like sometimes if you leave a film people are like it must have been so bad that you left but mm. it's more like it's so boring and i'm so tired yes that no one's gonna gain anything from me staying here yeah but yeah. then um toby jones came in and he kind of perked me up a bit i was like yeah Ooh, yeah what's he gonna do but not yeah, even so toby fi- could do it and he's no. the best he so. was nice he was the what do they call him the master or something He's like the head of the force. Okay. So basically the premise the premise of the film is um, this guy moves to this town and he's like, he's kind of annoyingly innocent and good, well-intentioned as well. He's like mm-hmm. just a very, he's like pure and well-intentioned in a way that I feel like just a grown man in his like 30s in that period of time would just never be. You know what I mean? I yeah. don't know. He was just, all he wanted to do ever was just... Um, like tidy his little house and and bake cakes yeah. and stuff and it's just kind of like you didn't like him he's living in like a fort full of like like why is he why did he even move there it's mm. so not what i don't know maybe there's a context that i understand but uh what was it the so pace the, that was so slow 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 and what was like so let's slow. say like describe a scene is a scene just like him walking sweeping his house sweeping his house just him like for a whole thing there's a bit where he meets this guy and he goes to his house and they just clean the house and they have a conversation which i guess is supposed to be kind of quirky and quaint uh, um but it's it's just quite boring and then so the 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 premise of the film is they go to this um town and then the guy says he's a baker and then we're like he, he he we have to get some milk so they sneak into this there's only one cow in the whole region so no, there's no milk and there's only one cow in the whole place and they had to ship okay. it in. And then they sneak into this person's private property and milk the cow at nighttime mm-hmm. and then use that milk to make scones. 
and then they sell the scones at the market. Do they call them scones or do they call them biscuits? No, they call them... uh, I can't remember what they call them. Because American scones, I think, are called biscuits, which is very confusing. They're called biscuits. But then they do that, and then they're obviously a rip-roaring success because they have milk in them. And I guess Mm. they're used to eating more like water-based stuff. Yeah. And then... uh, so they just keep stealing milk at night time and are those scones, the scones water-based <laughs> <laughs> sorry i know i feel like it's even boring when describing this. but then the whole film is just them sneaking into a farm stealing milk and then um and okay. then selling scones okay okay that sounds uh, like yeah that sounds shit um uh it's, it's is, is that maybe the first day 24 film that you haven't liked it's, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Like it's it's very very rare today that you don't like uh, an A twenty four film. Um, it was, it, it's kind of annoying though. Like you know when you watch films like that, and then I looked at the reviews, and the reviews were like, "Oh, it was amazing," and it was like, "Yeah, uh, oh, it was it was a perfect period piece, such an accurate depiction of hmm. that." And it's like, "Yeah, but who cares? It was so boring." Really. <laughs> I kind of. I don't know. Or they're like, it was such a good depiction of friendship and all this stuff. And I, was just, I didn't even think it was. I kind of thought the relationship between the two guys, I didn't, I kind of. It was, mo- it was around that, money. Yeah, it was around money. And it was also, I felt like, yeah, I, I constantly thought one of them was going to fuck the other one over. I yeah. thought, I was like, that's what's going to happen. And then yeah. that didn't happen. Is it a spoiler to say something that you thought might happen and then say it didn't happen? No, no, I don't think so. No, saying something didn't happen, unless it's like, did he die or didn't he die? Um, Then I think, like, if it's like something like, let's say, um, Dumbledore dies at the end of the sixth Harry Potter book. If you, if you were to say, Dumbledore doesn't die at the end of the sixth Harry Potter book, I don't know what I'm saying. (laughs) it's like if i say i don't know it's like if i say kong doesn't win yeah against godzilla yeah that would be a that would essentially be a spoiler yeah but maybe that maybe that's a false yeah if you're going to see first cow uh skip 30 seconds if you're going to see first cow and you don't want to hear a light potential spoiler skip 30 seconds right now i've already said it because it's in the past I thought you oh is it I thought you were going to reveal something no I was saying I, I thought that one of them was going to fuck the other one over and then they oh, didn't yeah oh yeah well there you go yeah that was uh, uh, <laughs> so if you if you if you if you saw first cow go back go back and, don't and skip to this. the period that Mark said that so that you don't know that <laughs> that didn't happen <laughs> um, Toby Jones is bloody great though isn't he, he why is, is he so best. great yeah yeah he's so good yeah. Dobby I just think he's just really really good yeah he's he's just it's it's such an Every interesting thing in in, films. he's perfect I, I feel like when you like when you have like a, a really good actor come on i don't know it's just, it's just amazing where someone's like especially like for me watching that movie yeah. and i find it so boring just seeing him come in and be like oh hello look at me yeah, like, yeah oh he's delish and he has such an interesting kind of face like you're kind of drawn to him he's really charismatic kind yeah, of just has like yeah. his expressions are really like I don't know, just really yeah. relatable or something. You can really just feel like you can read his re- expressions very well or something. I'd love Toby Jones. Yeah, yeah, I think he's great. Yeah. He's quite a weird man in in reality as well. Oh, is he? Isn't he? Like, I don't know nothing I, like, about him. I've just heard some interviews with him and he he has a strange kind of banter to him where he's kind of like, sounds a bit like he's annoyed all the time, but he's not. You oh, know? really? He's, yeah, it's kind, <laughs> kind of like, like a, a grumpy funny banter, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's no, funny. No, he's good. Yeah, he's really good. Because I always imagine him just being like an... Imagine he would just be like a super friendly guy. Like just a lovely, lovely man. That's kind of the vibe I get off him. He seems to be quite serious as well. If you Ah, look at Mark Kermode and Mayo have interviewed him a few times over the years. And he's very serious. And also like very like... um, his his acting is like an art. He's very like... Yeah. An art And you can see that. Like he really is... um, I don't know if he's even held in that high stature and I think he should be. And I don't know if he's even given like, 
I don't know if he's ever given the, the projects that he should be given, you know? Like, like mm. he could, I mean, he could be playing, like, big fucking roles in, in some, I don't know, like, Oscar-winning film, but he's never really been given those kind of roles. He's always playing, like, side characters in blockbusters or, yeah. or like, I mean, he did, I mean, I think he was, he, a significant role in Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, which is probably, like, one of his bigger things but like he did what was that barbarian sound studio he was in that yeah too. but that's like kind of like an odd sort of almost indie Very film odd, or yeah. something yeah, yeah you yeah. know like i feel like he would be maybe he's just considered himself an artist but i feel like he could just be like of a huge stature you know but um yeah yeah I don't he know. is quite strange looking though he is yeah but that's interesting no and like uh yeah i guess yeah no he, he is not. yeah yeah that's true yeah um <laughs> I was gonna. I feel I. I was. We were gonna do more films, but I feel like it's quite late now. Yeah, it hours. is. And 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 I think four is our bread and four butter. Is, we do four. four to the four floor. films is our bread and butter. So um, four, four. Why do more? Yeah, as they say. Four, four, four. Why do more? Nobody know. If anyone hasn't listened to the song <laughs> "Nobody" by Mitski, it's yeah. a real good one to listen to and kind of cry. Yeah, it's funny. Actually, a funny thing about that album, I went to a death metal festival in Copenhagen called <laughs> Kill Town Death Fest. And uh, <laughs> I went by myself um, and I spent like my, my the hostel I was in was just full of all these intense metal heads. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I remember the guy beside me was a prison warden from Finland. Yeah. And when I first got there, he was like, what is your story? Tell me how it is that you came to listen to death metal. <laughs> and I just said something like, uh, I, I was like, I, I, uh, I like really like Tony Hawk's pro skater when I was a kid. And I guess <laughs> like the music and that kind of all came from there. Maybe I was like, what about you? And he's like, Oh, it started in the seventies. And then like, he told me this long story. And then at one point he was like, I just wanted something louder, something faster. <laughs> I was like, Oh my God, this is so intense. But anyway, all this was going on. But yeah. then I, I had just heard that Mitski album and I really liked it. Yeah. And I just was listening to that album on repeat in my yeah. headphones for like the whole weekend. It was like all I listened to, like between the shows, I was like, now I'm going to put on this little yeah. Mitski album. It's so nice. Nobody. No. Yeah. All right. See you guys. Headphones yeah. in. Nobody. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to, going to bed. <laughs> um, but anyway, have you any, any, uh, we should do it because I'm going to Italy, you know, that for two weeks next yeah. Friday. Yeah, yeah. It'll be nice. Yeah, you're going Ciao. to Italy. Where about? Ciao, Bella. You're going. I'm going to fucking. You, everywhere, right? Oh, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Tour de France de Italia. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see Ale Obiopi? No. What's that? You didn't see Ale Obiopi, the, the no. poster, the woman. The yellow jacketed woman who who took out half of the Tour de France. What? You didn't see that? Oh my god. Uh no. so a woman put a like put up a big poster saying Ale Omi Opie, which is I think uh German, like we call our grandparents Oma and Opa. So I think it was just she's a German woman. And she was holding a big sign, a big cardboard sign, and she was holding it in the middle of the road as the Tour de France guys were cycling at the start, you know, when they're at the start and they're in their big mass. Mm. And um and she did it and she knocked over one of the she was like right out in the middle of the road. She knocked over one of the um cyclists and it caused a massive crash. Maybe one of the biggest ones in Tour de France history. Uh a huge list of injuries. Something like you know, 32 people injured, uh, like uh, one person had to completely pull out from the Tour de France. Uh, oh my and, like, God. Like a huge thing. Just, and like just uh, the biggest mistake ever. And she fled the Wait. scene and she fled, fled the country <laughs> and they wanted to persecute her. And they were, you know, the way France are, they can be really like aggressive on that kind of stuff. But I'll mm. watch the video. It's insane. And was she just doing it? Was she, did she have some agenda or did she, was she just, I think she was trying to get herself on telly. So that her grandparents could see it. Oh my god! Yeah. Mental. It's that's honestly, mental. Shit. Like it, it's. I think it's settled now. We were following it for a few days, but like, it's like, imagine you did that. You know, it, it is. It is a mistake mm. and it's an accident, but it is honestly the worst fucking thing you could ever do. Like, you don't. What could you possibly say? You know, when you do something like you accidentally break your friend's like uh, phone. And you go, I'm mm. so, so sorry. You feel so helpless. And you're like, I just, mm, I'm mm, really mm. fucking sorry. And they're really upset. You know, mm. um, imagine taking out half of the Tour de France 
<laughs> God. And injuring someone who was trained the entire year, injuring like loads of people, but actually like taking out someone who's trained the entire year to, for that event. I mean, what, yeah, would, like, what could you possibly say? ruins their I'm career. I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, je suis désolé. Je suis, like, like, extrêmement désolé for this. I'm so sorry. But um, it was just an accident. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry, I wasn't thinking. Yeah. Um, the, uh, that's mad that she even got into the middle of the road. The French she was in the middle of the road. Out. She was just holding it out. You'll see the video in a second. Um, but I'll check it out. Yeah. You, you got to watch it. It's such like she's smiling and she's in a big yellow jacket. She's so happy. She, and then her life changes forever. We, we could maybe start doing something like, you know, the way Joe Rogan just gets people on his podcast and then they just look at YouTube videos and Joe goes, wow, I haven't seen this one. Yeah, I'm loaded up there. And then they watch <laughs> and he goes, wow, that's so crazy. You know? <laughs> Are you just listening to sound of grown men watching YouTube videos? Yeah, yeah. Maybe we should do that. People love that. Well, he does get a lot of listens, but he's also Number one podcast. a problematic guy. So it's kind of like... But we could what? be the... Yeah. We could be the non... We could be the Joe Rogan without the bad stuff. Okay, so we don't... So you're saying don't get far-right people onto the show? No. Well, how about... And this is... I'm talking about this on air, but how about um, we bring on a guest at some point? What do you think about that? Would you be open to that? Yeah, sure. Because I have someone in mind. I think we maybe do like a phone call and we get a guest. That's just something I'm thinking. Who is this? And you'll find out... On the next episode of MK Ultra Film, which will be in two weeks' time, but uh, for is it now, the guy um, <laughs> who plays Dustin the turkey. No, I don't know him. Oh, it's just a guest. <laughs> <laughs> um, that would be nice, though. Um, but anyway, I think we're. I think we've just ended into friend chat, not podcast yeah, chat. Yeah, yeah. So we we <laughs> should we the should end the podcast and then continue the conversation off. <laughs> yeah. Off. yeah. The record. Uh, off. Okay. Uh, I'm Mark from MK Ultra Film. How's it going? Bye bye. And Kilian and auf MK Ultra Film auch. Und tschüss. Love you and leave you. Bye bye. Yeah. Auf Wiedersehen. Tschüss.